Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Wire Podcast. I am your host, Ryan McCrary, and today we are back talking about the NFL Draft. And I wasn't planning on recording this podcast, but I've been working on something today. And it is this new metric I've created. Um, I kind of feel uncomfortable saying like I've created these metrics because I'm using stats or I'm using things that other people have come up with. So I haven't. I feel like saying that I've created this is inappropriate. But it's this cool metric that I put together using um, film grades from other people like. Um, Lance Zerline of NFL.com and uh, Sports Info Solutions. I've also utilized um, next-gen stats, um, rankings of players based on athletic testing and their college production. And I've used all those things to put together these grades for all the players in the NFL draft. I've been working on this all day today, which is Mar- which is April 9th. Um, and the results look pretty good. And when I saw that the results were good, I was excited and I knew I had to come onto the podcast and talk about it. So basically what I've done is I've taken, um, I've taken Lance Erline's grades and, uh, Sports Info Solutions grades, um, and Next Gen Stats grades for all the players that are, um, within the consensus uh, picks or, or who the consensus thinks is going to be picked within the first four rounds. This isn't everybody, but it's most most of players that are on within the first four rounds on the consensus big board found on NFLMockDraftDatabase.com. In my database right now, I have 133 players, or at least that is 133 players that I've done all this for. I still have a bunch of other players um, uh, that I need to do this for, and that's for the rest of the class or the rest of the players that are projected to be drafted uh, during the draft. Uh, But for right now, I have 133 prospects done. And if you want to see all these stats, they're available. I I have put this um, Google sheet up on my Twitter at the Ryan McCreary. So go check that out. It's available. It's in a uh, earlier tweet, um, so you can go see that. But what I did is I u- I used all those grades that I found, um, added some weights where I weighted the film grades higher than the next gen stat grades because the next gen stat grades are pretty, they're interesting, they're good because it, um, because they're unbiased, it's just based off, um, players' athleticism and their college production, so I like that, um, the results aren't great, you don't, they're not bad by any means, I mean, the top five, for the top five for the next-gen stat grades, number one is Tyler, Tyler Linderbaum, number two is Brees Hall, number three is Aiden Hutchison, number four is Evan Neal, and number five is Ahmad Gardner, um, all good players, but, you know, you can see the lack of positional value there, um, so that's why I, I gave the film grades more weight, um, and then I adjusted these grades for positional value, um, the grades by themselves with no positional adjustment, um, they're good, uh, but not great, like Tyler Linderbaum is in the top five, I don't love that, he's a great player, I actually really like Tyler Linderbaum a lot, um, but I don't love that, the one thing I, I really didn't like, and the one issue I had is that Brees Hall is here at number 9, um, so that was a big issue I had, um, so the positional adjustments, um, they, they fixed that a little bit, it's still not 
you know, where I'd want it to be. You know, Brees Hall is probably a player I'd pick in like the second round. I don't see him as a top 10 player. The positional adjustments did drop both Linderbaum and Brees Hall a little bit, not as much as I'd like, but it dropped them. And I think the positional adjustments made the rankings a lot better. So let's go ahead and go through all the rankings. Like I said earlier, this is 133 players ranked. I'm not going to go through all of them, just like all the guys that are expected to be drafted in the first round. I'll go through the second round. Um, and I want to go through some guys who were um, raised a little bit and guys who fell um, because I have the consensus ranks for each player right next to their grade. Um, so it'll be interesting to see um, which guys are potentially better than they're being given credit for and which guys are worse. So let's go ahead and go through the rankings. Number one is Aiden Hutchinson. Makes a lot of sense. He's a stud. I mean, the, everyone that's watching film loves him. I, lo I like him a lot. Um, he had a, a, a next-gen stats grade of 95, which is incredible. Um, but I think he, he's in the top five for both. Uh, Lance Zerline. Let me go ahead and make sure that's correct. Um, yeah, he's in the top five for both Lance Zerline and Sports Info Solutions. Um, and he's extremely athletic. He was extremely productive this season. So that makes complete sense. Um, Aiden Hutchinson, great player. Him being one uh, makes a ton of sense. Number two is Evan Neal. Also makes a lot of sense. I know a lot of people... Um, are a little bit down on Evan Neal um, relative to the other offensive linemen in this class. I'm a huge fan of Evan Neal, so seeing him at number two is great. Number three is Kayvon Thibodeau. Uh, I like that. Um, you know, I want to be completely transparent. I, this is just all based on the film grades and the next-gen stats. Um, but what's funny is I would actually have this as my top three. Maybe not this exact order, uh, but I think these are the top three players in the draft. So to see it play out this way is awesome. I like that. Number four is Ahmad Gardner. Makes a lot of sense. I love Gardner. Um, tall, lanky corner, but he's so good in press. And he's a good athlete. Had a great season for Cincinnati. Him, him, him being at number four is good. And then at number five, we have uh, um, Inka Mekwanu, offensive tackle out of NC State. I like that as well. He's a, a fantastic player. Um, and number six, we got Kyle Hamilton. I like that a lot. Um, I'm a little bit lower on Kyle Hamilton than the consensus. Uh, I know there are some people who are really low on Kyle Hamilton. I've seen, I saw one guy on Twitter a few weeks ago who does draft scouting. He had Kyle Hamilton as a, a round two player. Um, I'm not that low on him. I just I just don't think he's worth a top three pick. Uh, but I like I like Kyle Hamilton a lot. Uh, him being at six makes sense. Number seven, we got Tyler Linderbaum. Obviously, a taking a center in top ten would be would um, be a hard decision just because of positional value. But Tyler Linderbaum is one of the best players in the class. He's a stud. Him being at seven is fine. Here's where things get interesting. At number eight, we have Trent McDuffie. I'm a big fan of Trent McDuffie. Would I have him above Derek Stingley Jr.? No, but I understand why um, he's this high. I mean, I don't think this is too high for Trent McDuffie. I just don't know if I would put him above Derek Stingley Jr., but him being at number eight, that's cool. I love to see him getting love um, from my grade. That's great. Uh, then we got number nine, Charles Cross, offensive tackle out of Mississippi State. I love Charles Cross. Him being in the top ten is great. I think he is an excellent pass protector. 
He's a stud. Um, he's a good athlete. Played well this season. He's really good. Number 10, we have Derek Stingley Jr. Um, you know, guys that watch film are high on him. I'm high on him. I think he's a good athlete. I do worry that his injury has um, negatively uh, impacted his athleticism a little bit. He didn't test as well at his pro day as I thought he would. Um, his RAS was just a bit, a little bit lower than I than I anticipated, but still, good athlete, great press man corner. He's a stud. I like him being at 10. Number 11, we have Jamison Williams. I love Jamison Williams. I think he is a stud. The injury is scary, but um, he was super good this year. Very productive. Um, super explosive. I like him being number 11. Number 12, we have Traylon Burks. I'm lower on Burks than the consensus, but his uh, statistical profile is excellent. He's a, a good athlete. His RAS wasn't as good. He didn't test as well in the combine as I think people were anticipating. Um, but a lot of people that watch film like him a lot. I don't, but him being at 12 is fine. Um, I don't have too many issues with that. Um, he, he's a good player. I think he's a little bit more raw than people think, um, but I'm fine with this because I know how good his statistical profile is. Um, and because his statistical profile is so good, I think there is a decent chance that he hits. Number 13, we have Maurice Hall, running back out of Iowa State. Um, running backs, I'm not high on. I, I'm, I'm part of the camp that thinks that running backs um, aren't as valuable um, as any other position in the sport. I think running backs are replaceable because they are so dependent on their offensive line. But Maurice Hall is extremely good. He's a three-down back in the NFL. He can run, he can catch, he's athletic, he's young. He was super productive over the last two years. He's got a high floor and a high ceiling. I love Brees Hall. Um, would I have him at 13? No, but he's a stud, so whatever. Number 14, we got Garrett Wilson, wide receiver out of Ohio State. A stud. Um, he's a little bit small, not as athletic as some top receiver prospects in recent memory, uh, but he's still really good. Good separator. He can break tackles. He's good with the ball in his hands. Um, easy separator. Um, and he's got great long speed. Um, he's a good player. And this is right around where I would have him. He's really good. Number 15, we have the Kobe Neen linebacker out of Georgia. A little bit undersized, and he didn't test at um, at the combine or his pro day, uh, which stinks. But he's a really good player. He can cover. He can blitz. Uh, he's like a pretty good pass rusher as a blitzer. I do worry about him taking on blocks at the next level. But he's really good. I'm not surprised to see him this high. Next up, we got George Karloftis, edge rusher out of Purdue. I love George Karloftis. He's young, um, super athletic, um, got, got good size. Um, doesn't have great size for his play style. I, I would like for him to be a little bit bigger, but he's a really good player. I like him being here at 16. Number 17, we have Drake London, wide receiver at USC. I'm a little bit surprised to see him this low. Um, he has a really good... Um, next gen stats score. That's fine. Um, I, I'm thinking so. In it, it looks like Lance Zerline is a little bit lower on him than the consensus. He's a good player. I like him being 17. Um, I, I'm a little bit lower on him than consensus as well. I like Drake London a lot. I just, I, I, I question whether or not he's worth a top 10 pick because he's he doesn't have great speed and he's not a great separator deep down the field. But he's an excellent player. I like him a lot. Him being at number 17 is great. 
Number 18, we have Trevor Penning. Freak athlete. Um, he's an offensive tackle out of Northern Iowa. His uh, combine performance was excellent. He also graded extremely well this season, according to PFF. Um, I didn't love his film as much. He's a really good run blocker. Not a great pass blocker. Um, he may be a guard long term. Um, if he can't, you know, develop into a good pass uh, blocker um, as a tackle. But he's a very athletic player. I like him in the back half of the first round if you're going to take him in the first round. Um, so him being at number 18 is good with me. Number 19, we have Trayvon Walker, edge rusher out of Georgia. Probably going to go super high on draft night. But him being at 19, that's where he should be. Um, I think the film grades for him are a bit lower. Uh, they, it is for, um, according to Lance Zerline's grades, not necessarily for uh, Sports Info Solutions grades, um, but he did not grade that well um, according uh, for uh, according to Next Gen Stats. Um, he has a, a Next Gen Stats score of 80, which is it's fine, but it's not great. And I think it's because he did not produce in college. But he's a freak athlete. He's got incredible length, incredible size for an edge rusher. He has a lot of potential, just has not shown that he can rush the passer at a high level right now, but he's got a lot of potential. I like him being at number 19. Do I like him in the top 10? Not really, but him being 19 here, I like a lot. Next up we have, uh, at number 20, we have Jordan Davis, uh, interior defensive lineman out of Georgia, a freak athlete here. Uh, he's huge. Uh, he's a, a tremendous athlete, great run stopper, not much of a pass rusher right now. He's also, is he, I think he's 22 years old. Um, so he's not, he's not super old, but he's not super young. He's somewhere in the middle in terms of his age. I like Jordan Davis a lot. I like him at 20. That's a good spot for him because he is such a good run defender. Um, and he's a great athlete. There's some potential there for him to be a good pass rusher. He's just not a great pass rusher right now. Next up at number 21, we have Devin Lloyd, linebacker out of Utah. Uh, very good player. He can rush the passer, can cover a little bit. Um, he's a good athlete. Um, he's old. He's 23 years old, which is extremely disappointing. He's going to turn 24 years old uh, during his rookie season, which stinks. Um, but he's a good player. I like his profile a lot. I like him being at 21. Number 22, we have Andrew Booth Jr., cornerback out of Clemson. Good player. Can play press a little bit. Um, he played more as like an off coverage corner at Clemson, but I don't love his burst and I don't think he's consistent enough as a tackler to play that full time, but his reps in press were pretty good. Um, so I, I like him at 22. Um, he's a, did he test in the combine? I can't remember. I don't think he did. Yeah, no, he didn't test. Um, so we don't have an RES score for him, but he's a good player. I like him being at 22. At 23, we have Kenyon Green, interior offensive lineman out of A&M. Good player. I liked it. I liked his film. Um, his te his athletic testing isn't that great. Um, I, I wonder if he's going to be a guard long-term. That's probably where he's going to be. I like his film. I started off watching, um, when I watched him, I watched his game against LSU he didn't play well then. In that game, his anchor wasn't strong in that performance. Um, so I was weary of him. But then I watched his performance against Alabama, where he was really good. And he was playing left tackle in that game. I like Kenyon Green. When I, at 23, 
a little bit rich for me, uh, considering um, his RES score is around average. But he's still a good player. I can see why um, he, he ranks this high, um, according to this metric. Next up, we, at 24, we got Matt Corral, quarterback out of Ole Miss. Um, I, I'm not a huge fan of this quarterback class. I can see why he's up here at 24. Ranked really high, according to Next Gen Stats. Had, a, had an NGS score of 89. Um, SI Sports Info Solutions doesn't love him. Um, Zach, uh, or Zach, Lance Zerline, um, likes him a decent amount, not, doesn't love him. Um, he's being carried a little bit by the Next Gen Stats score. Um, but there are some people that like Matt Corral a lot, like Chris Sims loves him, has him, has him as his QB1. Uh, the fact that a quarterback isn't ranked until 24 is not a surprise. This is the weak quarterback class this year. Um, and for this metric, Matt Corral is QB1. At 25, we have Jaquan Brisker, safety out of Penn State. Um, he, his film grades were really good. Um, let me look at his next-gen stats score. Let's look at that real quick. So his next-gen stats score was 88. Um, he ranked pretty high in the film score, so him being at 25... Is no surprise. At 26, we have Jermaine Johnson, the second edge rusher out of Florida State. Him being this low is kind of surprising. I like him a lot. Um, Lance Zerline and um, Sports Info Solutions are down on him a little bit. Um, and he only graded um, as an 80 in terms of his next-gen stats score, which is a bit disappointing. He is an older prospect. But he's a good athlete. He's a, a polished pass rusher. He's a really good run defender. So although he's 23 years old, I would rank him pretty high in this class. Um, I, I'm, I'm really high on Jermaine Johnson the second. I like him a lot. So to see him at 26 is disappointing, but I understand why he ranks this low. At 27, we have Chris Olave, wide receiver out of Ohio State. Really good player. At 27, um, this might be a bit low to some people. I did not like his film this year as much as I liked his film last year. But he's an athletic receiver. He can play inside and out. Um, he's a good route runner, not a great route runner. Um, yeah, he is a bit low in terms of his film grades, according to Lance Zerline. Um, but he's still a good player. Um, just not an elite player. Um, but he's a good athlete, can take the top off in defense, um, he can create separation, really, um, all over the field, just not the smoothest route runner, so I don't know how well he's going to be able to create separation at, at the next level, but he's a good player, I like Chris Olave, I like him at 27, at 28, we have Kenny Pickett, had an excellent season in 2021, um, I'm not a huge fan of Kenny Pickett, um, uh, but everyone else likes him a decent amount. I don't think a lot of people love him, but for a quarterback class that's this week, I think he provides a high enough floor for people that they're willing to put him, um, high in the first round. Um, so him being at 28, it make, makes sense. I like that he's low. Um, he's probably going to get picked within the top 10 picks of this year's draft. Uh, which I don't like, but I do like him being lower. I mean, if you're going to take him in the first round, I like him in the back half of the first round. That's fine. At 29, we have Zion Johnson, uh, interior offensive lineman out of Boston College. I love this. I'm a huge fan of Zion Johnson. He's a great guard. Um, graded extremely well this season. Had an 80-plus PFF grade as a run blocker and a pass blocker. He tested well in the combine. He's young. I mean, he, he's not like super young. Um, 
I thought he was younger than he is. My bad. I thought he was younger than he is for some reason. He's 22. Age isn't great. It's fine, but he's a good athlete. Tested well. He performs really well at the uh, Senior Bowl. I like Zion Johnson a lot. I love him at 29. At number 30, we have Daxton Hill, safety out of Michigan. I'm a huge fan of Daxton Hill. Um, I like him a lot. Um, his film grades were, were good. Not as good as I thought they were. Um, I was a little bit surprised to see him below Jaquan Brisker in the film grades. Um, but he's a good athlete. He's a really good athlete. Can play safety and uh, slot corner. I like him a lot. And he's a good tackler. I'm a big fan of Daxton Hill. I love him at number 30. At 31, we have David Ajabo, edge rusher out of Michigan. Have not watched him yet, uh, but he's a, a, a strong athlete. I know a lot of people like him. The injury is concerning, um, but uh, he's got a good profile. I like him at 30, uh, or at 31. And then at 32, we have Jahan Dotson, wide receiver out of Penn State. I'm a big fan of Jahan Dotson. I like him. Um, he's just a really good slot receiver. I don't think he can play outside because he's shorter. Um, he's got a, a thin frame, um, but he's athletic. He's a, a, a very solid route runner. Um, he, he can, um, you know, burn, take the top off the defense from the slot. I like Jahan Dotson a lot. Big fan of his, so I like him at 32. Um, now I'm going to stop going over all the individual players and just look at some names uh, that were interesting. Malik Willis at 33. Um, he is QB3 according to this metric. Uh, we have Tyler Smith, uh, kind of a big riser here. Um, at 35, on consensus on the consensus big board, he's ranked 59. Um, Bernard, uh, Damon Clark, uh, linebacker out of LSU, big riser, projected to go in the third round. He's here at 36. Um, any other big riser? We got George Pickens at 38. That's interesting considering he hasn't played that much um, recently. Um, was super good his freshman year at Georgia. Um, had an early breakout age. That's great to see. Um, I haven't watched him yet, but it looks like he pro profiles as like a big X receiver, which is interesting. I'd like to see him. Channing Tindall, big riser, ranked 40th, um, projected to go in the third round. Um, Devontae Wyatt is at 41. A little bit of a fall for him, um, uh, which I kind of like because he is an older prospect. I think he's really good. He's a really good pass rusher. Just the age worries me a little bit. Um, let's see. Uh, Kenneth Walker here at 45 on consensus big boards. He ranks 45, 45th. Josh Pascoe ranks 48th. Um, he's projected to go in the third round around pick 82. Um, let's see. Any any super big riser? We have one here. Charlie Kohler, tight end out of Iowa State, ranks 53rd. He's projected, projected to go in the fourth round. He's ranked 135th according to uh, consensus big boards. Um, let's see. Any... Do we have any, like, super big rise? We have a few uh, projected second-round guys projected to go in the first round, according to this metric, like Brees Hall, Matt Corral, and Jaquan Brisker. Those were some big risers. Um, let's see. Any, like, super big uh, falls for anybody? We have one, and that's Drake Jackson, edge rusher out of USC. The film, uh, the film grades for him weren't great. He is young and athletic, but um, the, the guy in the film... The guys who watched the film didn't love him. I'll have to watch him. I haven't watched him yet. His profile looked interesting, um, but his film grades just weren't good. Um, anybody else that's interesting? Christian Watson comes in ranked uh, 73rd. 
Man, I'm a big fan of Christian Watson, so it hurts to see him at 73. He's also just one spot ahead in Justin Ross. I hate that, um, but uh, that, so that's interesting. I like Christian Watson. Christian Watson. He's a big, like, X receiver, boundary receiver who's super athletic. Um, I like this film. Uh, I get some of the, I get the concerns with him, um, but like, I liked Diami Brown last year, and I think he's just a, a much more athletic version of Diami Brown. Uh, let's see. Anything interesting? Uh, Carson Strong, a guy I like, he's ranked 89th, um, around where he's projected to go. Uh, D'Angelo Malone, big rise, projected to go in the fifth round. Um, he comes in ranked 82nd. I like to see that. That's, that's interesting. Um, anything else? Uh, that's interesting. Pierre Strong, um, ranked 100, uh, 101 here, projected to go in the fifth round. That's interesting. I know some guys that like him a lot, like Brett Coleman. Um, Chris Sims gave him a shout out when he ranked his top five running backs for the draft. Let's see. Uh, I don't see anything else that's super interesting. Um, and Greg Dulcich projected to go in the in the third round, pick 90. He's up here at 52. I'm a huge fan of Greg Dulcich, tied in out of UCLA. I like him a lot. Cole Strange projected to go in the third round, interior offensive lineman. Um, he comes in ranked 51. I like him as well. He's got a nice profile. Um, I'm going to run through some quarterbacks here, like Desmond Ritter. He's ranked 50th. Sam Howell's ranked 43rd. Um, do I see anybody else? Any other quarterbacks ranked around here? No. Uh, I know some, some people are big fans of Lewis Seen. Um, he comes in ranked 65th, um, when he's projected to go around pick 34. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all I have for this. Like I said, all these stats are, are public on my Twitter at the Ryan McCrary. You can go check that out. I thought this was a very interesting um, metric. I thought the results were really good. Um, I'm proud of the way this came, this turned out. I think it, it's extremely useful. One thing that I want to that I want to do with this is kind of I want to try and, and predict. Um, who are going to be the best players in this class? Utilizing these grades, but also looking at where players are projected to go, are, are projected to go because um, where a player is drafted is going to have a big impact on whether or not they succeed. Because a player who's drafted higher is going to get more chances. They're going to get um, they're going to be more of a focal point for the team that drafts them. Um, so it'd be interesting to see how that works out. Um, I'd like to do that. I think that could be, um, that could provide some very interesting results. So that's something that's like the next step here for this, but yeah, I really like this metric. Um, I thought the results were interesting. I hope y'all do all y'all did as well. Um, if you want to, you know, contact me on social media, hit me up. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Ryan McCrary. That's uh, the Ryan M C C R A R Y. Um, if you want to see more content from me, you can check out my YouTube channel at the that's the Wire. You can check out my website thewiresports.com. I'm gonna be uh, releasing a draft guide soon. Um, that's something I want to do uh, right before the draft um, occurs on April 28th. Um, anything else? Yeah, my, I have a TikTok page. Uh, the I think it's um, the Wire underscore. I'm trying to think of anything else. Don't think so. Um, also, before I head out, please, please uh, give this this podcast a five star review, whether that's on Apple Podcast 
or Spotify. That would help me out a lot. But without further ado, that's all I have for y'all today. Hope y'all enjoyed this episode of the podcast, and I will see y'all next time. Peace.